Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York. I'm broadcasting tonight from the bright red desk, which has Big Red, my computer, back. She was off to the off to the computer repair shop this week, so it was a little weird not having Big Red. But the good news was the desk had sunshine on it, and Remo really enjoyed laying in the sunshine on the bright red desk. And uh, I should have taken a picture of it because now the red desk has got the computer back on it and uh, no sunshine anymore. But he really loved it. He was like all stretched out. He's black and white cat. Looked great on the red desk. But now Big Red, the computer is back. I'm happy. Working on a laptop. I'm getting old. My eyes need the big digits, need the big, need the big pixels. So we are here in Virgo time, a lot of Virgo energy. And so this is the weekly weather for the week of August 25th, 2019, going into Labor Day, going into Labor Day. So we'll have the show next week. I'll be broadcasting from Baltimore on my cell phone, so hopefully we have good reception. But this is a week of the week before we go back to school. I mean, some of the college kids are already in doing their orientation, settling in. But the school, technically, I always think of as Labor Day. You know, after Labor Day, we go back to school. And a few years ago, I used to rent a place on Fire Island, and we always called the Tuesday after Labor Week. Labor Day Tumbleweed Tuesday because it's kind of like tumbleweeds rolling through the town. It kind of empties out. So uh, we are in the last bits of summer. The sun went into Virgo uh, and we have 30 days till it goes into the fall season. But this is what we call Indian summer where we have warm days, hot nights, good for, sorry, reverse of that, warm days, cool nights, good for tomatoes ripening on the vine, and also kind of a forward motion of energy. We have all the planets uh, have moved into Virgo. Mercury goes, all the planets, the personal planets. Mars is in Virgo, Venus is in Virgo, Sun is in Virgo, and Mercury goes into Virgo this week. And we have a new moon in Virgo, and I'm going to do a webinar tomorrow night, Monday night, uh, information on my website to register, and if you're on the mailing list, you would have gotten the newsletter. So the new moon is Friday, but I'm going to be in Baltimore, so I'm doing it a little bit early. Um, but yeah, tune in, because the Virgo new moon is at 6 degrees of Virgo, uh, 6 degrees, 47 minutes of whatever Virgo is in your house, but more importantly, it has the... Um, it has Mars in Virgo, Mercury in Virgo, Venus in Virgo, the Sun in Virgo, Moon in Virgo, and uh, Juno in Virgo. So it's kind of a big old Virgo, Virgo thing. Uh, so we're really partnering with the Virgo energy this week, especially once Mercury, right now he's in Leo, so he's still making those Virgo planets act a little Leo-like because he rules them. But once he goes into Virgo which happens on uh, Thursday morning, bright and early, then we really double down on our Virgo, just in time for that new moon on the 30th, and we're kind of in super Virgo time. One of the things we like to notice is whenever planets are kind of traveling in a pack, like they are right now, they're all in a little clump, they're all really close to each other, it kind of acts like a little Greek chorus in whatever house is in your chart in, and finding that Virgo house and really kind of pushing the Virgo energy forward and, and having it kind of accelerates it. It amplifies it. Whenever we have three or more planets in the same sign, and this time we have six, and the sunrise, the, the, um, 
the chart for Virgo is sunrise, you know, so it's seven if we count the ascendant for the East Coast. Uh, it's very potent Virgo energy, you know, really pushing us to that um, that new thing. And and Virgo, I mean, I am one, so I can say nice things about them and not, because uh, I'm one. I can trash the Virgos or be very supportive of Virgos. They have what we call anticipatory anxiety. So you might find you're running a little anxious this week or you're feeling a bit overwhelmed or you're feeling a little like, gee, there's all this stuff going on and, you know, how am I supposed to deal with all this energy, this kind of vibrating energy of how do I do it, how do I do it, how do I do it? Because all the Virgo planets want to make a to-do list, which means seven to-do lists, (laughs) which feels like a lot. But, you know, if you look, there's going to be items on both lists, right, that are the same, that item and that item. So that's good. And so your job with Virgo is to kind of go, okay, I see there's all this stuff we have to do. What is the most important thing? Now, sometimes, and I know myself, I'm a Virgo, my whole house can have gone to complete chaos, but I'm going to roll the coins, So I take the coins out of my purse. I have this little ritual of cleaning my purse out and reorganizing my money. And I I have little coin rollers, and I put the coins in the coin rollers. And then I roll the coins. And it makes me feel very grounded. Virgo has their rituals. A lot of times, obsessive-compulsive planets are Virgo planets. So when someone says to me, you know, I have a little OCD, I'm a little obsessive, I'm a little compulsive, I'm like, well, let's look at the Virgo planets. Because they like to do the same thing, it makes them comfortable, it's their habit, it's their routine, it makes them feel happy. And so you let them do that little Virgo thing. When I was in computers, we'd finish a big project, I would go through all the papers, I would throw away the excess, you know, all the trial runs, all the sam- you know, the samples and the error codes. I'd save the core minutes and the core meeting meeting notes, and then I would shred the rest, and then I would get out my Windex and I would polish my desk and polish, you know, everything, and I'd have a completely clean desk. And I'm I'm a messy Virgo. I'm not a neat Virgo. I'm a disorganized Virgo. If you come to my house, there's a lot of stuff. It's disorganized. I know where most everything is, but But I would clean that desk off because that's what Virgos do. So when you have all these planets in Virgo, there's this desire to clean and organize and kind of get everything moving again and structured again. And if we think about Virgo, time, it's the going back to school. And remember when you were a little kid and you got your backpack and you got your new pencils and you got your new sneakers and you got some clothes. And, you know, in my case, I went to Catholic schools. You got your new uniform. Um, now we get a backpack. You know, there's Operation Backpack here in New York. It's all over the place. Give the homeless kids a backpack so they go to school with a full backpack, ready to ready to tackle the work of the school year and learning. We don't have a house for them, but we have a backpack for them. Um, so Virgo is that organizational quality. And because there are so many planets in Virgo, it kicks it up. Virgo is also digestive issues. So watch for digestive issues, right? Watch for... Uh, things with food or things with things that upset your tummy. Interestingly, here in New York, I always pay attention to the news as it's going on. There's a lot of algae on the ponds around New York, and if the dogs, ruled by Virgo, go in the ponds, they die. <laughs> the algae's poisonous, and if you get in the pond, you die. And I'm like, really? Algae in a pond in Brooklyn, you can die? Yeah. Right, so that that it's Virgo. Like, pay attention to the little critters that can kill you. 
great time to get Lyme disease. So you get that little bullseye. You get a little flu in September. Go get checked for Lyme because Virgo, like hidden things, shooting over to the Pisces planets. Watch for any illness. Really pay attention to Virgo is digestive illness. But also, you know, your dog can get poisoned by algae. Who knew? Um, (laughs) Sometimes I don't like knowing all these things, but I'm like, Really, that's the news? And they're warning against dogs going in the ponds. Um, okay, Virgo, right? And it is pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to the process. But the planets now want to get to work. So really, the best thing you can do with these Virgo planets is put them to work and give them a vision and get them moving. With the new moon in Virgo on Friday, everybody's in Virgo. And it's partnering with whatever your new work projects are. Great week to sign stuff. Great week to get things out the door. I will say this week has a couple of, quite a few, sesquiquadrates. And sesquiquadrates are stress, but then you have to take action and do it. So it's a square and a semi-square together, right? So a square is I have to take action, and a semi-square is I have stress. And so the symbol for it is a little square with a tail on it, right? The tail being the semi-square and the square being the square. So sesquiquadrates are 135 degrees, which adds up to a nine, which is an action thing, but there's anxiety before you do it. And of course, Virgo is the sign of anticipatory anxiety. It worries about stuff before it goes and does it. And once Mercury goes into Virgo this week, the amplification of that worry gets up there And again, when you, as a Virgo, I have anticipatory anxiety. I do not jump into pools. I wade. You know, I'm just, I don't jump in. You know, I wade in slowly, right? That's Virgo. So your job with this energy is to know that if you have anxiety pop about something or you're feeling a little anxious, that's exactly what's going on in the heavens. It's not a bad thing, but it is an anxiety thing. So it kind of makes you look and go, okay, like what am I? What am I? What am I? I'm a little worried. I'm a little anxious. I'm a little, a little OCD. Did I remember to turn off the lamp? Did I remember? And a little obsessive, you know, a little. Well, maybe this, maybe that, maybe this, maybe that, maybe this, maybe that. All Virgo, right? That's all Virgo, misfiring or firing in the way that it's good. Because remember, its job is to assess: Are the tomatoes ripe? Do they need more time on the vine? Maybe they're a little overripe. We should make some salsa. Or maybe we should make some gazpacho from them, right? So there's an energy here with Virgo of wanting to do the right thing but not being 100% sure what it is, right? So just know that that's the fundamental energy of the week. Know that there's a lot of stressful aspects as these Virgo planets, sesquiquadrate, Saturn and Pluto, and they go, and Saturn and Pluto go, please just do it. Would you just do it? And you need to just do it, right? That just makes it a lot easier if you just do it. But it is stressful. So we want to honor the stress of the week and honor that, that, that that's part of it. And then the other thing to remember, and I think not to put too fine a, a spin on this anxiety, but way back when, when I was dealing with my own anxiety after 9-11, it was on my birthday and my office blew up, um, made me a little anxious about riding subways and elevators, like being trapped. I was never great. I'm always a little claustrophobic. But it really made me angry. And, of course, New York is a land of elevators and subways, so, you know, you kind of have to go along to get along. Um, So I got sent to a new psychopharmacologist to get some drugs. 
and I looked at her thing, and I'm, I called her, and I'm like, are you on the 10th floor? And she goes, I am. I said, oh, I have, I have anxiety riding in elevators. Can I walk up? She goes, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can walk up or not. I'm like, really? I said, how am I going to get to you? If, I get, if I'm too anxious, can you come down and meet me in the lobby? <laughs> That's Virgo. Come up with a solution to it. Come up with a way to deal with it. Come up with a way, another alternative to try it, right? That's that. Then the next thing is anxiety and excitement feel the same in the body. Right, so when you're really anxious, you're also really excited. Or when you're really excited, it feels a little like anxiety, right? So when you're really feeling anxious, just go, is this, this is really excitement masquerading as anxiety. Or when you're really excited and suddenly it swaps into anxiety and you're getting nervous, say, oh, this is really excitement that just took a turn. And just know that it is an anxious week. It has got a little bit of because of all those planets in Virgo and because of all the sesquiquadrates. So, you know, and it's a new moon in Virgo, uh, which is new anticipatory energy, but Mercury, Venus, Mars, Pluto, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Sun, Moon, and Juno all in Virgo. That's a lot of Virgo. Um, it then also means because you're so anxious, you might be like, let me seek comfort in the Neptune house because whenever you have three or more planets, they shoot over into the Pisces house, right? So it is a week when people are going to be a little more prone to pick up their bad addictions. So double down on your AA meetings. Double down on your, okay, this is how I'm going to handle this stress because it is stressful. And also there's just a lot to choose from or a lot of directions that are being presented to you as needing action immediately, if not sooner. Thank you very much. Do it, do it, do it. And you're kind of like, oh, man, there's so much stuff to pick from. And the answer is yes, there is. Uh, And that's Virgo, right? Remember, think of the harvest. All the plants come in at the same time. (laughs) It's not they grow all of August. Everybody's laying back and quiet. And August is laying around on the beach having fun. And then Virgo, it's time to harvest the plants, the tomatoes, the this, the that. They're all done at the same time. And you got a lot of work to do, right? So that's the energy of the week, a lot of work to do. Busy days this week, when we look at the, the calendar, the busy days are going to be Monday. A lot of energy Monday. A lot of energy on Friday. That is also the beginning of the long weekend, So Friday and Monday, very busy, busy, busy. And next week on Saturday, Sunday, those are nice. And then Tuesday, the 3rd, very, very busy. So so this week, Monday is super busy, and Friday is super busy. A lot of energy around pushing the moon, pushing the energy, pushing the stuff, um, because it's busy, busy. (laughs) So just kind of note those. Tuesday is kind of a quiet day. All right, so let's talk about the moon. Today, right now, the, at 5 o'clock, the Eastern time, these times are all Eastern, adjust for your time zone. Uh, the moon went into uh, Cancer today at about 5.05, and it's in Cancer today, mo- Sunday and Monday, and it goes void at 4.55 in the morning on Tuesday morning, and then it goes into Leo at 7.53 p.m. Tuesday evening. So it's void early, all day long on Tuesday, the 27th. Uh, it's in Leo uh, Tuesday night from 7.53 on, and it's in Leo all day Wednesday, going void at 8.07 with a trine to 
Jupiter, Moon in Leo, trying Jupiter in Fire. Oh, I forgot to say the Cancer Moon. Monday is Cancer Moon opposite Saturn. So Moon opposite Saturn is a good day to quit, resign, go to do something else, leave, say goodbye, done with this. Moon opposite Cancer is a separating aspect. Uh, Moon trine Jupiter on Tuesday and all day Wednesday, very helpful, very positive. Moon in Sag is a lot of fun. Then it's void all day Thursday. And it goes into Virgo Thursday night at 7.57. That's void with a nice closing aspect, right? Uh, it goes into Virgo at 7.57 Thursday night. And it's in Virgo Thursday night, all day Friday, and Saturday until 4.48 in the morning when it goes void with the Virgo moon trying to Pluto and Capricorn. Then it's void all day Saturday the 31st. And it goes into um, Libra at 7.08 p.m., Saturday night, the 31st, it's in Libra. Saturday night, Sunday. Monday, it goes void at 4.33 in the morning. And again, void all day Monday. <laughs> and it goes void with at 4.33, it goes moon and Libra goes void with a square to Puludo. Uh, you know, how we partner, how we create, how we move, and that's Labor Day. It's void all day Labor Day, and it goes into Scorpio at 7.53 p.m. Monday night. And it's in Scorpio Monday night, Tuesday, and then it goes void at 8.58 a.m. Wednesday morning the 4th with the sextile to Pluto. And it is void all day long until 11.08 p.m. when it goes into Sag Wednesday night. So what happens when we get towards um, the end of signs, there or beginning of signs, we find there's lots of void moons you know, all day long void moons, because it can be void for like two minutes, or it can be void for like a day. So it's void all day Tuesday from 4.55 a.m. till 7.53. It's void Thursday, Wednesday night, all day Thursday until 7.57. It's void Saturday morning from 4.46 all day to 7.08 p.m. And then it's void Monday from 4.33 in the morning all day to 7.53 p.m. A lot of void moons. Closing aspects, the uh, Cancer and the um, Libra moon uh, have hard aspects, but the moon in Leo is very nice. That's got fiery aspects. That's Tuesday night, Wednesday. And the Virgo moon has nice aspects. That's Thursday, Friday, and void uh, at 448, but it's still nice on Saturday until the closing trine. And then the moon in Libra, tough. And then the Scorpio moon, nice which is Monday night, back to work on Tuesday. Tuesday is a very busy day, the 3rd. So it's an interesting week. In New York, the city kind of empties out, like nobody's here. It's kind of cool, actually. You know, you walk around, the streets are empty um, because, like, a lot of people are on vacation. So that's also it. It's that last week of vacation before we be done for the year. Uh, The summer is over. Um, So... This week on Friday, the sun went into Virgo, and then on yesterday, the Venus and Mars met. So we've got this new energy kind of beginning. And then we have the new moon next Friday, again, the new moon seminar tomorrow night, Monday night, in Virgo. Um, Because I'm going to be in Baltimore at the end of the week, and I don't know what my internet connectivity will be. Uh, Hopefully good. It's a hotel that usually should have decent internet, but we never know. So the sun is in Virgo this week from 2 Virgo to 9 Virgo. And um, as it goes through Virgo, it's going to have some sesquiquadrates to Pluto, which is, remember, the stressful aspect. 
So the sun is going to be sesquiquadrate to Pluto on uh, August 29th, and it's also going to be sesquiquadrate to Eris on September 4th. That is forming a hammer of Thor in the sky because Saturn and Eris are in a square. And so that's a biggie. Hammer of Thor flying through your life August 29th through September 1st, kind of smiting things and getting rid of them. Sun is also in conjunct Chiron on the 28th, bringing an opportunity for healing, and there also is a health aspect on the 26th and the 27th. Um, so there's some health stuff at the beginning of the week, but then that Hammer of Thor comes through and says done. Sun is also in a um, opening trine to Uranus, so it's saying think back what you started uh, in when Uranus went into Taurus in March, and now we're kind of getting the first harvest of it. So opening trines are generally nice, and they're productive, and that's going to be on the 29th also, kind of captured between that hammer and the hammer of Thor. And then at the end of the week, on the 2nd of September, Mars and the Sun meet up, which is kind of an honorary Aries energy, and it really pumps the energy forward. Mar whenever Mars, when, when normal planets, like Mercury, Venus, whatever, combust the Sun, they get weaker. When Mars gets near the Sun, it gets like a rocket. So you got a rocket of energy on September 1st taking off right after that new moon, right? So that's that can be nice. Um, then we have uh, a lot of energy on the uh, Mercury running from 22 Libra through 9 Virgo, right? So it changes signs into Virgo on the 29th, and it's going to be in Virgo um, until, let me look it up in the calendar here. I'm used to I'm supposed to make these dates written down in early. Uh, it's going to be in Virgo until September uh, 14th when it goes into Libra. So Mercury and Virgo, one of its favorite signs. Plus, he's bossing around all those other Virgo planets. So this is a really big get that stuff off your to-do list and to done. Mercury, of course, is coming into first uh, work in a quintile aspect with Pluto on the 27th, which is kind of creative and helpful and positive, And he's kind of supportive and helping you make the changes you need to make. And then when he gets to the 28th, he moves into a sesquiquadrate because he's in late Leo with Saturn. So he says to Saturn, I'm, I need to take some action here, and I'm a little stressed out about how I'm going to do it. So that's on the 28th and the 29th. Mercury parallels Uranus and says take a creative approach, and he, he does. And then he bops into Virgo on the 29th. So then he's in Virgo, and then he forms a sesquiquadrate with Pluto and Eris at the end of the week on the 1st and the 2nd, a little hammer of Thor, Mercury's forming as he hits that 5-6 degrees of Virgo. So we have a hammer of Thor from Mercury's point of view, again, smiting things that you don't need anymore, even though you might think you need them. And he also has an aspect, a hard aspect with the nodes of fate on the 29th, which suggests you need to make some choices about how you're going to move. He has a health aspect on the 30th. Again, don't fool around. Go to the doctor. And he also joins uh, Juno uh, and kind of pops up the partnership or the connection energy. It's a great day for new partnerships on the 30th on the new moon, and Mercury joins the marriage planet on the new moon. He also has an inconjunct to how you're going to proceed 
but that's okay. Don't worry about it. it. You know, you get, you know, you can make the commitment, and then you go, "Oh, should I have done that?" And yes, you should have. And then Mercury also has a, a opening trine to Uranus on the first, as he lays captured between the hammer of Thor, in Pluto and Eris. So, a lot of smiting this week because Sun and Mercury are both smiting stuff out of their life. Then to add to the story, Venus also forms a hammer of Thor. So we're really going to see this hammer of Thor energy, right? So Venus has, she's going from 5 Virgo to 15 Virgo. So she forms the hammer of Thor on August 26th through the 28th. And she has the trine to Uranus on the 26th. So she's got, she's forming the hammer first before before the Mercury and the Sun get there. Uh, The Sun gets there again the 29th through the 1st. And Mercury gets there the first through the second. So we're seeing this hammer form with Venus and her swinging the hammer. Kind of think of it as who's at bat, right? Uh, Venus also parallels Mars, amplifying her union with him this weekend and commits to the partnership that they're forming on the 25th today, tonight, actually, while I'm broadcasting the show. And then she's happy. And then she trines Saturn, Mercury, Venus trines Saturn, on the first, so she gets a lot done and is pretty productive. And then she partners up on the second and says, yeah, this is the partnership I'm going to commit to as she comes to square Jupiter. Later next week, Mercury will square Jupiter, um, and the sun will square Jupiter, but Venus is moving ahead of the two of them. So when she gets to 15, she squares Jupiter. So next week, Mercury and the sun square Jupiter, but this week we're dealing with this hammer that kind of clears out Whatever you don't need. Yeah, I know, it's hard. Um, And then, of course, Mars, (laughs) he goes through the Hammer of Thor this week, too. Ah, yes, it's a Hammer of Thor week. You've got Mercury, Sun, Venus, Mars going through the Hammer. Uh, Uranus, not or Juno, not yet. She's going to be there in a couple weeks, but even though she's in Virgo. Uh, So Mars this week goes from 4 Virgo to 9 Virgo. So it squares Ceres on the 25th. It's got a hard aspect to the healing energy on the 25th. And then it has that hammer of Thor on the 27th through the 1st. And then the trine to Uranus on the 28th. Now, when I keep saying the trine to Uranus is captured between the hammer of Thor, I want you to kind of think about, you know, hammers of Thor are used to smite things out of our life and get rid of them, right? So they, you know, that's their job is they're to knock stuff out. Either we're going to get knocked out or we're going to knock somebody else out. That's just the plan of it. And whatever the Virgo house is, that's where the smiting happens. What That's the plan. It's, it's wielding the hammer. And then the hammer that's being wielded is Pluto with Eris, you know, like the goddess of discord with the lord of the underworld, right? So, you know, and the two of them had a fight a few years back when Eris got him demoted at work. So a lot of smiting going on. Now, one of the things to remember when somebody gets smited and then there's that trine in the middle, right? The trine is like, I kind of wanted to get smited. I kind of wanted to get out of here. I kind of didn't want to stay. And the way I can get out is somebody smites me and gets rid of me. And then I'm gone. Woohoo, right? So it's a little quiet under your breath. But watch if there's a sense of relief or a sense of freedom from getting smited. I can still remember a long time ago when I was first learning 
astrology or tarot. I was learning tarot, and I was studying with Patty Canova, who's a brilliant tarotist and a really wonderful psychic. And she was we were we were studying at a house. There were about sixteen or seventeen of us. And this woman had come in, and she was kind of bewailing the loss of partner. You know, the partner had left. They'd had this huge fight, and blah blah blah. blah. And Patty looked at her, and she goes, "Yeah, but you're you're kind of happy. It's over, aren't you?" And the woman looked at her, like, wide-eyed. Because smite, you know, wailing about being smited is always a little more fun than... And she goes, aren't you Aren't you kind of happy it's over? Don't you feel a little bit of relief? And again, the woman looked at her really wide-eyed. And the whole class completely silent, you know, watching this exchange. And it was like a real deadly silence. But that was the first time it ever occurred to me that you could feel relief when something was over, right? I never really thought of it before. But so watch for the relief. There's relief here as these planets go through and try and Uranus and say, oh, okay, that's finished. You're free. Don't you feel a little relief? You might feel some relief. Uh, Juno, Jupiter this week has a semi-square to Athena. Helping her see, helping him, her, him, him, and her see stuff in a new way, but maybe a little bit of an argument. And then Saturn has an aspect to the nodes of fate on the second, causing fated reactions or fated changes or fated actions. So Saturn aspecting the nodes, big deal. And then Uranus, really strategic visions of how you see things on the 28th. And then Neptune has a sesquiquadrate to Athena. It says, yes, you're seeing it clearly, even if you don't want to. It's really happening. And then Pallas Athena enters Scorpio on the 26th. So Athena gets much more strategic in her thinking. And partnerships are really challenged and perhaps break on the 27th with Juno aspecting the nodes of fate in a hard way. So if you're a little relieved that something got smited out of your life, that's okay. And if you're a little sad that it got smited, that's okay too. But look underneath and see where the freedom is coming in because there's freedom coming in from wherever the smiting happens. And this is Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Big hugs. Have a great week. Watch out for those hammers of Thor. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.